Also, I don't want to pivot too far away from like the topic, but uh, did you guys realize Owl City released a new album this month? First of all, shut your mouth. I swear to God. I'll listen to it. Yeah, March March twenty fourth. Did you want to listen? Mm. Did you Did you listen to it and talk about it? I listened to some of it. You won't talk about it right now. now. I didn't. I won't. I have one song that I have say I have saved because I heard people reacting weird, to it. And weird, it was actually really good. weird. It's called you the Thunder. Oh, okay. Listen, one thing about the rite of passage of being an adult is realizing that Fireflies by Al City is a great song. <laughs> I've known that for like wait, did, 15 was it years. not a good song before? It, a lot of people will claim that it is not. Oh, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why you're like I'm. The, I'm a I'm a curmudgeon. I'm a hipster. I'm a shithead. But like I think that song is great. If you play that at a bar at like two a.m., if there's a person, there's not a person at that bar that doesn't have a smile on their oh, face. Oh, so yeah, hundred percent. At one point, Jesus. Like, I was glad you got to the shithead part before I had a chance to get there. <laughs> you have to say it about yourself before someone else does. Here's the thing about Al City, though. I really enjoyed their uh, like other songs that they had back in the day, like Vanilla mm-hmm. Twilight. Ugh, I don't think good. I listened to much outside of Fireflies. If my heart was Un- a house, you'd be home. Until Wreck It Ralph came out, <laughs> and my daughter is obsessed with the Wreck It Ralph song, oh, okay. and I found out it's Al yeah. City. Really? And also oh, that song that's, that's like nice. we don't even have to try. It's always a good time with Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, oh <laughs> justice for Carly. Carla, speaking of, are we going to talk about Rebecca Black's album? So can we get into I, a different album? Opinion. That next. Well, we're getting there. We can get into that next. I have an opinion. So that's a good question because I saw that on there and there's yeah. no way this girl has an album out, right? Oh, she so, does. So, Kayla, before we get into it, did you listen to our previous coverage of Rebecca Black on one of our like first episodes? No, I don't think I heard that one. Okay. Because wow. um, we, we didn't speak too, too, too much on it. Um, but we, we did like speak about, you know, her and like, I, I think I threw a couple things out about her parents being monsters. I kept her locked in a closet or something. <laughs> there were some hot takes. I think, um, yeah. but yeah, we, uh, I'm pretty sure we, we, uh, ripped her apart a little bit. Um, and with that being the, said, the entire internet ripped her apart. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. We're just you, you, were, you guys list, were probably nothing compared. Well, to and we were we were like, years after. Wasn't, yeah, the, yeah. wasn't the whole preface of it being brought up was if you were to live eternity in hell, what would you torture was, somebody? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. 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 I said he went to Friday. hell. That's right. That's right. Well, this album, the whole premise is album, and I only know this from TikTok. So fact check me or don't. Or just distrust what I'm saying is true because it's on the internet. Yeah. But apparently this whole premise of this album was her trying to like reinvent herself because of all this shit it that like happened it, when yeah. she was 13. And like, and I think it's called like, let it burn, burn her, let burn, her burn, let her, let her burn, burn, burn yeah. something, yeah. something along those lines. Let her burn. And also she's very popular on TikTok because she identifies as queer. So she's a voice for the queer community, which also like, so her music um, is blowing up in its own unique way because people for represented by her if that makes sense not mm-hmm. to be, they take a very serious tone but i think she is more of a presence than she used to because of her identity and like her internet present currently yeah so i, I don't know how, how anybody else felt about the album my main take on it was that they spent enough money to produce it that if it came on like if one of those songs any one of them came on in between another two songs in a bar in a club you wouldn't notice like it's yeah. it's good enough that mm-hmm. you wouldn't notice there was a difference. See, like there there's not something necessarily to pick out right. and make fun of on the on the album. 
I, I will say with with all the shit that I talked on her, I have to give it to her for this album. I like not saying that it was a phenomenal album or anything, but she did a really good job with it. Like sh- her voice, someone had, did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her her voice has improved a lot since uh, the Friday release and everything like Vocal that. Processing has improved um, as well. And and yeah, there's people helping her uh, write the lyrics and oh, yeah. help with like the songwriting and everything like that. But there's a there's a couple that are like very stripped down songs about her talking about like how she's trying to move on from all of that and everything. Like, um, I watched a, actually a few of the music videos too, and there uh, one of the songs is pretty interesting because the video starts right where one of her other videos lets off, and then it's like all the production crew doing like the wrap up, and she's still like talking to the camera and everything. And it's just like a very like vulnerable song for her of like her like talking about like the struggles she's gone through, how she's trying to move past it and everything. Um, so like I don't know, I I give it to her because you have to have a lot of balls to take the fucking punishment she got from Friday and still try to release and move past it. Yeah. So I commend her for that. At and least. I really I really want the album to do well, and then like her next album, basically like after she's established herself, yeah, is to basically be like fuck all you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did it one yeah. time. Fuck yeah. you guys. Because yeah. <laughs> didn't she try to kill herself? Like it got oh. pretty bad. Yeah, she was bullied. She switched schools. Mm. Here's Jesus. the thing, though. She's sitting on millions of dollars. Like yeah. she's, oh, she yeah. went Harrisburg, fucking viral. Mm-hmm. She's making so it's like, Emma, like, dang, she was thirteen. I mean, money doesn't no fix kids depression. should experience yeah. that absolutely. But, but I'm also like, you can buy, you can buy all kinds I, I of stuff. You can buy a school so for yourself at that point. I thought it was yeah. weird. Buy your made friends. A shit song yeah, you can buy your friends at that point. Buy yeah. your friends. Yeah. I thought it was weird. Out here I am. Because it was it was a it's a dance album, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, like an electro pop. But it was style almost album, it yeah. was almost dance heavy to the point of like like techno heavy to the point of being like an early two thousand tens album. Like it, I could it, see it, that. To me, yeah. it felt like it was released ten years too late. Because I, I remember I, I remember dubstep breakdowns in this album, which has not happened for a very long time. Yeah, dubstep is, has dubstep was a supernova. It, it came in hot and died very quickly. Thank God. But yeah, so I yeah I was listening to some I of the breakdowns, her. some of the breakdowns in this in this album. I'm like, mm-hmm. this was released like way after the mark, which yeah. is kind of odd. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm wondering if there was some like contractual things that kept her from releasing it earlier than what she would have wanted to do, or maybe she did want to separate enough time between. The, the Friday fiasco and this. Or she has a more well, discerning editing ability. Well, I don't think she could have done it any earlier because, again, she is a social media presence now. Mm. Like, if she would have released that album two, two or three years ago before she, like, kind of was on TikTok and is this person on TikTok, uh, yeah. I don't think this mm. album would have been as successful because people don't know her. That's true. But people yeah. like her on TikTok. They're like, oh, my God, that's mm. Rebecca Black. But then she does have these moments where she's, like, a real person and she's doing things. They're like, oh, mm. she's funny. She's sweet. This, that, and the other. And now she has, oh, I'm releasing this music. So it's she's like. she's kind of riding a resurgence. Right, 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 yeah, right. Okay, I got you. So I think this was well-timed for her because she had the following to be successful with releasing an album and again she appeals to a lot of people in a very different way i thought the album was fine yeah, it's, fine. it's fine yeah i could it, twirl to it on the I, dance floor i am just, if it came on i wouldn't notice i am just thoroughly surprised and, and this is this is why i was think, saying that uh the album was a success quotation marks because 
if anyone was going to tear her apart for releasing an album, it would be this group on the show right now. Yeah, I hate and the fact things. that all of us were like, eh, it was yeah, good. Okay. It's a huge success, I think. Because yeah. <laughs> like, we would have torn her apart if this was a shit album. I've defended it while drinking. Yeah, I exactly. did not listen to it, but after this, I'm going to. Yeah. You should. And guess what? Exactly. I'll probably still shit on her somehow. I'll okay. find a way. <laughs> or at least an, addend- an addendum. Otherwise, I'm a hypocrite, so well, i got to figure it out. At least she's of age now, so an act like that won't be illegal. Don't care. Shitting still a terrible song. <laughs> you have to be of age to that shit on her. That's a poop joke. <laughs> Shitting on her, yeah. Hmm. I don't want to be here. <laughs> All right, and then let's move into our uh, next album here. Um, I want to cover a few of them just uh, real quick that it, I think not a lot of people are going to have a lot of opinions on, um, but just to blow through a couple of them that I just wanted to mention. So uh, first is uh, Anti-Flag came out with a new album, and they're like a local uh, punk Pittsburgh band. Uh, obviously, they have ner- notoriety outside of Pittsburgh and everything, but that's kind of why I think I was uh, drawn to it. And it, it it's a good album. It's it's what you would expect from an anti-flag album, like you know, anti-establishment and everything like that. Um, it's real funny because one of the songs they start off with this uh, like kind of like uh, like crowd moving style thing, and they end this whole crowd like bopping back and forth thing with uh f- fuck the president and the pittsburgh police t- and then they go like straight into like a heavy like fast driving punk song and i was like that that was a good that was a good fucking interlude right there. so i had no i had no idea that they were originally from pittsburgh and mm-hmm. so like i've heard of yeah, yeah flag never actually like got into an album or anything so i started listening to this thing and i hear that part and i'm like are they local or do they just have a bad fucking experience with the Pittsburgh police? And so then like I looked into it and yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. Fun album though. Like I, oh, yeah, I it was a fun album. I'm usually yeah. like I don't like punk really. I'm not yeah. a punk guy. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean it was well produced. The sound was good. Um, I mean, yeah, the songs were songs were fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh a lot of features. Yeah, yeah. They, they, features. they had a lot of features um that I, I thought were real fun. Um and then to get into our next one, staying in the punk genre, uh, Iggy Pop re- released another album. <laughs> um, just, just to touch on it real quick, I mean, it it was fine. Um, it wasn't anything like groundbreaking. It was what you would expect on an Iggy Pop. It was like that more psychedelic punk style. Uh, he had a bunch of features as well of people in like the metal world, the punk world, and everything like that. And honestly, I thought this was going to be like a money grab album. Like, oh, fuck, I've like drained through my money. I, I need to do something real quick. But it was actually a pretty well put together album uh, anyways. Um, and then next up, Newfound Glory. Um, so I was confused about this album. So half the album is new songs. And then the other half uh, is all live performances of their big hits oh. so i i can't remember exactly the number so i might be wrong on it but it was like the only like seven or eight songs and then there was like seven or eight not live 36. performances right. not 36 <laughs> um and and all all of the live performances were like stripped down like acoustic uh from what i remember hmm. um it i mean it was newfound glory so it was just that like I've always had such a problem with that band because I'll like a lot of the instrumental part of their music. And then as soon as he starts singing, uh, I just cannot get over his voice. Like, I 
I'll sing along with some of their songs that I, I like grew up around when they were releasing and everything. But it's just sometimes his vocals, man. He's it sounds like he's trying to see how tight can I make my throat and still make noise come out of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, <laughs> it's just so hard to get around sometimes. I'm gonna jot that one down for later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to to get into one that uh, may, maybe a couple of us had uh, listened to and have something to say about it. T Pain. Oh yeah. T Pain on top of the covers. Who wants to start this Wait, one can off? Can I can I at least put in there that I started listening to it without realizing what the, the title meant or anything? <laughs> so I started listening to it. I'm like, okay, well, I mean the first one's a cover. It's it's whatever. And I started yeah. li- two or three in. I'm like, this is a cover album. <laughs> and I checked the title of the album. I was like, on top of the covers, and I realized I'm an idiot. And I was like, no, okay, this is a whole cover album. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing's amazing, yeah. though. Oh, you yeah. Laugh, it's you laugh about it because you look at the cover art and like you're like, this is so funny. <laughs> this is funny, yeah. But then you realize T-Pain got vocals. Oh, yeah. Vocals. Well, he well, so, won Mass Singer. Mm, yeah. Did well, he finally put one out that wasn't like completely auto-tuned? Yes. Did yeah, have good. You, about yeah. time. Have so, you yeah. never seen the YouTube video of oh, him yeah. and singing what's Mass? A, it's Strictly so, like a yeah, so we've been waiting for this. Then yeah. there's a so there's good. an old one where he does a cover of a Coldplay song, and I cannot remember what song it is. Mm. But it was one of the first ones where he he does a. a it, it was like years ago. He did a cover with no, zero auto tune mm. in the room. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, T T Pain can sing." And then he comes yeah. out and he's like. Yes, I can sing. He was like, "You are like auto tune is just my thing." Yeah, like, it was just it was a gimmick that hit big, and he was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna stick with that." Then. Yeah, he monetized um, but, it on the Apple Store too. Yeah, there was like a mm-hmm. T Pain auto tuner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You could sing in your phone. But uh, it, it, this album is really good uh, to listen to to really hear his true voice. But if if you really want to hear his voice stripped down acoustically, um, go on YouTube and search uh, Kurt Hugo. I believe is his name. I, think so yeah and um uh he partnered with t-pain and they did a uh i want to say five song medley so he takes five of his like biggest like club banger songs and breaks them down where kurt's on the piano there's a violinist in the background and he medleys these songs and just does beautiful fucking vocals to them that was um it's definitely worth a listen that was sure. the first time i ever heard him like without yeah. any autotune and I yeah, cried. it's it's amazing. I think I may have yeah. cried a little bit. It, yeah, you get mad. Like, why why did he start the auto tune thing? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it makes like, who made that decision? Because, because at the time, auto tune was a novelty. Like, yeah. it was not. And all the yeah. songs are bangers. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. You're more so auto tune, but I'm in love with the stripper. So. so on this album, though, uh, so so what was it? Tennessee whiskey was like big on the internet, Tennessee right? People whiskey. were really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought I thought the War Pigs cover. War Pigs. Was I just dope. wanted to say that. Yeah. yeah. So good. That was my I, favorite one. So I, as soon as I put the cover on, I had it going in the car, and the so- the song ends, and I look over, and I look over at the screen right as it switches, and I see War Pigs, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, T Pain's about to do fucking War Pigs, and he kills it. <laughs> and it was so good. The whole band kills yeah. It. Yeah. All right, and then uh, next up. Um, Logan, is there one that you're itching to talk about? I wanted to just touch for a few statements about the new Story of the Year album. Okay. So I was a big Story of the Year album, or big Story of the Year fan in high school, mm-hmm. because I, as disappointed in myself as I'm going to say, I was a huge One Tree Hill fan. 
And so support over here. <laughs> I, I hate I hate to say that uh, my my wife got me into One Tree Hill. Yeah. As well. So yeah, One Tree Hill that. and those old CW shows all had like sidewalks mm-hmm. and until the day I die from like the original album, and then they released a second album probably two years later, and it was real hard and heavy, and I didn't enjoy it near as much. Whereas this this newest album I feel like touches back to the roots. Mm-hmm. Where it's a little bit mellow. There's still some scream post hardcore to it, but for yeah. the most part, it's a little bit softer than mm-hmm. their more recent stuff. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. See, th- this was one of the ones that I was uh, really excited to check out. Not that I was the biggest fan of them before or anything like that, but they've always been one of those bands where a song of theirs will come on when I have like a, a random playlist going or like letting like one of the like radio stations on apps play. And I'm always like, oh man, I really need to listen to them more. And then I never looked them up after that. You, you know, they're they're like one of those bands for me where every time I hear them on uh, one of those playlists, I get super excited. I'm definitely gonna look them up when I get home. And then I always forget to do all it. the songs <laughs> that you enjoyed were probably from their first album. Mm, after okay. that, it it kind of yeah, throw okay. in the bucket. And then uh, next, uh, we're going to have Caleb jump on real quick and take the reins. Uh, we're going to cover Modson's album that he did. Yeah, so I had never heard of Modson. Uh, and I saw this on the list, and I pull it up on Apple Music, and I see he's got some songs with, or a song with Avril, and he's got another song titled Avril's Avril song, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to listen to me some Modson. Uh, and... Going into it, not knowing the genre, not knowing anything about him, nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, go into it, incredible. Just okay. absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, I thought the song with Avril was actually really good, and yeah. I think Avril's yeah. song was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking on a couple of the other names, but yeah. Uh, I guess you'd say he's, what, alternative? I don't even know. So what it's actually interesting. Um did you have something to say? About yeah, kind it? of that alternative yeah. hip hop style, I believe. So he actually started off as like uh, kind of doing like 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 that white boy rap style, mm-hmm. and this was him like he has started to like slowly pivot to that like more of a pop punk. Yeah, sound. actually, a callback is I saw Mod Sun in concert once, didn't realize it. He was an opening act for Johnny Craig at Mr. Yeah. Smalls. Oh, okay. So, so he actually. Did a song on this album. I was just remembering another one, the cover of Iris yeah, by Google. By Google. Yeah. And yeah. Call Me Crazy, uh, as I was listening to that and then some of his other songs, I almost thought I, I, he sounded a little bit like uh, Resnick, which is the singer from Goo Goo Dolls. He, yeah, like his voice. I was, I was surprised. Um, I wasn't expecting him to have a, like the voice that he did. Not, not that he, like his voice is anything like crazy to write home about right. or anything, but like, when he did that cover and you're comparing it against another singer, I'm like, uh, they were a little kind of interchangeable yeah. there. Like it, maybe yeah. it's just some bias because you're like, well, I'm listening to an Iris cover, so mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. he does kind of sound like it. But yeah, he, the song he did with good. Avril though, it was my yeah. first Avril song in a long time. Yep. And so for me, that was like, oh so, man. <laughs> so I did a good song. I did some googling, right? Because uh-huh. I was like, why is there so much Avril reference on yeah. there? I guess they were dating and possibly they, they not were anymore. Engaged. I don't. So they were engaged, and very shortly after the album came out, they broke it off. Oh, this. So th- this was one one of the things I wanted to talk about with like this album. G Easy is thing? he went on tour to promote the album. Album comes out, they break up, 
He's still touring, so he still has to go on every night and, and promote sing this that album song about her with all of these "I Love You" Avril songs oh. after they broke Ooh. up. Does he bring an Avril lookalike on stage? <laughs> he has to. I will say, in that album, Avril still although, got some pipes. Although, is out Al- is Avril lookalike? You know, conspiracy, the conspiracy the original, theory. She she died the original, years yeah. and years ago, and what we're seeing yeah. now is a. Uh, so he was fun. actually so he was in love with the second Avril. And so the one he's bringing on stage is third Avril. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Avril it is, when they sing Burn For You, I, I melt. Which I melt is beautiful. <laughs> Whatever Avril it is, first, second, the original. So, third generation. Okay. Second yeah, generation. I don't care which Avril it is. Avril. They're hitting them pipes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this question because I know the listeners are going to be asking it since you're like melting over Avril over here. Avril... Or Halsey? No, Halsey. It's okay. not a question. Okay. No. I enjoyed That's this Avril song, and I enjoyed, uh, is it Nobody's Home, maybe? Gets me in my my heartstrings, just okay. like normal, yeah. normal Halsey does. But those are the only two that have. Yeah. Skater Boy is just, eh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eh. Well, so as long as uh, Mod Sun doesn't have some kind of you know life crisis from this uh, breakup, and he puts out some more albums, uh, uh, he's, he's a guy I'll be listening to after I- this. I'm curious to see what happens with him, um, seeing as half of the album was him talking about how Avril was a big uh, supporter in him getting sober and everything, so this could be a huge backpedaling moment that mm. happens. He could take a dive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I was I was kind of impressed. He he went he went the route of uh, like the MGK route where it's like, let me switch genres and see if that works for me and everything. And speaking of MGK, he did a song with MGK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, not, not that the I thought the album was great or, you know, anything that's like super promotable. But I thought it was a good first take at going into a new genre. All right. And then uh, next up, we're going to get into the Fallout Boy album. I've got uh, things to say. Oh yeah, do you want to take take it from the start? Yeah, I'll take this one too. Okay. Uh yeah, so I didn't know Fallout Boy had another album. Uh and looking into it, their last album was I think it just released like this week, didn't it? Not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just, their yeah. their last album before that was in 2018 and mm-hmm. uh that one, yeah, that one did not get good reviews. I didn't like it. Um I don't think the internet liked it. So, for most people you probably can't even name any songs off that before that their last memorable album was 2015. That's the one that had centuries and immortals from big hero six. Great movie. Um, yeah. So that, that was their last biggest album that probably had hits. So that's what 2015, almost a decade ago. Right. So this is like their first memorable album, in my opinion, because they also went back to, I looked into some of the stuff. They went back to their first original uh, a label which mm-hmm. is fueled by ramen uh great name oh, yeah. fueled by uh, ramen's had a lot of well i don't know if they're just memorable to me because of what i listened to in high school or if it's just that they had a lot of that good that probably was i mean good well, bands yeah so that's they went back to they went back to them uh and that was from 2003 2005 so that was high school yeah from under the cork tree is produced yeah, by that yeah, I think which even is the, album the greatest fall obviously yep. That's, that's the one. That, that's the one that album. got everybody. Right. So yeah, was it take this? Take this to your grave. I think was before that, and that's when they had Chicago and all of those. The thing is, this album goes back to like Fall Out Boy's like 
theatrics because they are a very theatrical band and they the way that they build songs with like mm-hmm. the different instruments that they utilize it's like there's drama it's exciting it's yep. fun i loved every song on that album well that's what i wanted to bring up because in 2018 their first something with menace in the name was one of their like first singles the, and the it album was name just, was mania i know that yeah there was something menace and it was heavy dubstep style music and it just was way too late and it mm. i don't think it resonated with their audience so that's my biggest thing from this album uh it felt like old school fallout boy yeah. and let me tell you it was awesome i had a lot of fun listening to this one mm-hmm. it was really it really felt like you got transformed back you know oh three oh five uh they had a couple songs uh the one i i my own muse i think uh mm-hmm. it had an orchestra mm-hmm. and a guitar and it they it slaps that was one of my favorite songs off the entire yes. album because it, it like, was incredible like said, it, it was dramatic like it was so dramatic yeah. how, yep. how did you feel about the middle of the album so because the, they dropped yeah, off and then there was like this 80s synth thing for yep. a little bit and then there was two songs not songs where they you know they do like a minute vocal thing mm-hmm. um and there was one it was uh the lead singer's voice, his name's escaping me. Uh, Patrick. Patrick, yeah. Yeah. So he was doing some, he was talking over something and they were just playing like instrumentals in the background. It's like some, almost like a motivational speech. And, oh, um, are you talking about the Ethan no, Hawk? No, that's Ethan Hawk. Yeah, the Ethan Hawk model. Was that Ethan Hawk? Uh, where he's talking about his father leaving. Yeah, the pink yeah. Seat. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, I yeah. enjoy the things like a, a quarter pounder with cheese. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah that, was, that was Ethan Hawk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was okay, but you're like, I don't know, I can kind of do without that. Those things? I don't right. know. It was a fun description of like a weird form of nihilism. Mm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think the middle of the album wasn't as memorable because the first one was "Heartbreak Feels So Good." I think right, mm-hmm. uh, one of the first tracks. That one was really good. Could I could picture myself with the windows down on a nice sunny day driving to that one. By far, my favorite song was the uh, the last song, "So Much for Stardust." Mm-hmm. I th- I thought that was my favorite one. I don't know yeah. what you guys thought. I I think what I enjoyed most about this album was. Uh, Patrick is one of the few lead men in the pop punk genre that has a voice that can just fucking crush everybody else in that genre. I've, and I've, they really let him play with I've his voice a lot. I've heard joke about it before. Mm, 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 no? First of all, Brennan Yuri's range before, like, yeah. I would say the past oh, five yeah. years. Like, but you're saying he could crush no, people in okay. that. Tr- mm. No, 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 no. I'm not saying everybody. The, the Cavs did saying, a song. You said what you said. You did. I heard, you said what I heard you said. Everybody. You did. You said what you said, Greg. I'm going to back this up with that. And evidence. that was the boldest G- give statement. Me, of- give me I'm one a- person besides Brendan Urie. Because I, I do agree with you on the Brendan Urie. See, thing. I don't. Maybe now. See, I, I like old, Patrick's voice better old Patrick, than Brendan. But- so the Cab did the song called One of the Night, One of Those Nights, and it had Brendan Urie and Patrick Stump on it. And Patrick Stump's single verse. Kills everything Brendan Urie's ever done. Is it purely because of the verse or his voice? No, it's because it's just the chorus. He repeats the chorus after the cab, after Brendan Urie, and it just it slaps my tits. So correct me if I'm <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't uh didn't Fall Out Boy discover? I think they had Yuri? a hand in it because I remember being a freshman in high school, so this would have been oh five. Right. They went on tour with Panic. Went on tour with them. It was the them yeah. Panic because and I think they were Boys all Night Out, fueled by ramen. Boys like yeah. girls was if also I, part of that. I think. Yeah. A, a, a quick fun little sidebar on that. There's actually a really funny video that you can find on YouTube of Brendan Urie, uh, absolutely shit faced after one of their shows when they're touring with Fallout Boy, and he's talking about 
the history of Fallout Boy and how it got started, and then Fallout Boy actually like do like reenactments of his telling of it, and they just keep cutting back and forth, and it's just a it's just a really funny video. But yeah, also Brendan Urie is more relevant. Is he now? Because they just broke up. Uh, uh, he's well, always been relevant. They disbanded. They just... Whatever. Yeah. Same thing. Still more relevant than Fallout Boy. Panic also, at the also we, we covered it, and Panic at the Disco hasn't been abandoned in years. Yeah, Patrick Stump could sing a recipe, and I'd listen. I, and that's not the <laughs> argument. That's not the argument. Brendan Urie could sing a recipe. I'm not listening to that. Is Again, that, is that not, the argument? Not the that argument. That sounds like bias. No, that's your personal preference on whether or not you listen. Turn on one of those nights and listen to that Patrick Stump verse. It'll change your mind. I'm just saying, when it comes, if we're talking about the pop punk genre specifically, because you would include Paramore in that, obviously, and Haley Williams can motherfucking sing. Technically, Paramore is post-punk. Yes. But what about Cobra can... Starship? Would you include them in there? Yeah, 100%. Well, here's the thing. I, if we're getting nitpicky about what we're considering pop punk or we're just naming whatever, punk right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to get nitpicky. That's annoying, and that's hipster shit. But anyways, <laughs> I, I didn't I, know that you were the pop punk police. Sorry, I, think I said shithead shit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did say he was a shithead. All I'm saying is know. Patrick Stump tickles my taint. Yeah, and Brendan Urie does not. He's not the only one. Uh, okay, well, first of all, that sounds like you're questioning a lot of things, and you should talk to somebody else about that, because this isn't the time or the place. I'm not it. questioning anything, because this leads me to my next point. <laughs> I'm here for my daily Halsey shout-out. I love you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. Every episode. He's yeah, on. so did Gerald for a hot minute. Speaking of, she is an incredible... Like her last album that she dropped is ten out of fucking ten, but again, we don't have the time for that. If we're talking about new songs, Halsey just released. Uh, she did a version. We're not of, talking about new songs. Well, no, we are though. She did uh, a song, "Die for You," I believe, with Khalid and a few others. And Khalid. she, she yeah, Khalid. My apologies. Jesus Christ, you're I'm talking sorry, about not, the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this part's she yeah, only had she only had a single voice. She only had a single line in it, and she just released uh, a full version of her own song with her point of view for that. And it was really good. You should listen I'll to listen. it. I'll, I'll give it a listen. Um, next one that we're gonna cover, uh, Logic. So on a previous episode, I had mentioned that I sat down with the album, but got distracted with video games and didn't actually fully listen. So on my listen through here, I listened to it in the best possible environment. I was on a plane for four hours, so I just had nothing better to do. So I just put headphones in and started listening to shit. And it was probably the best environment to listen to this album because in between every song, they do a interlude that tells a story as the album goes on. And it's all about like his progress, like, going to one of his like shows earlier in his career before he was, you know, known nationwide and everything. And um, you can tell he took a lot of time and put a lot of effort into this album because all of the songs are just so clean and so well put together. Um, the, the interludes that I was talking about earlier, like they, they tell like a pretty cool story because it's just like, it's pretty much him, like, with his friends at the, that he came up with and everything, like, going to their show and, like, uh, like uh, Castro just always, like, you know, cutting it up, making jokes on everything and try, just trying to make everyone laugh. Uh, Castro's his hype man, if, if you didn't know. And then uh, the 
reason I love the interludes so much, though, wasn't for each individual one. But in the last song, the interlude that he goes into talks about how he was so scared of the fame he got from it, of people always wanting him to be fast-spitting logic, but he has other ideas in his head. And he ends the album with a acoustic guitar and him actually singing kind of like teasing like hey i'm probably going to be releasing like stuff outside my genre in the near future um but yeah i I thought the album was absolutely amazing it all the beats in the songs are that old school like jazzy hip-hop beats so it's just like perfect uh background music for if you're like studying for something if, if you really need to be like focusing in on something perfect music for that and then if you actually want to sit down and listen with the lyrics once again logic just taking wordplay and just going crazy with it next we are going to get into manchester orchestra daniel i believe you had some thoughts on this yeah yeah i don't know if anybody else uh gave this a listen it was a pretty short album uh released on the 10th there in march uh this is a follow-up to their 2021 million mass of god uh, like I said, about 27 minutes, pretty quick one. Uh, thematically, it's uh, connected to the, the previous album, and it's really just a deeper dive into the singer Andy Hall's range. This album, I also did the, the plane treatment for it. Uh, my process includes uh, quite a few airplane beers and really sinking down into one uh, and letting the white noise of the cabin you know, kind of push that headphone volume louder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to highlight one of the songs, uh, losing you again, or lose you again was uh, probably one of my favorite ones. Really somber song. Uh, if you, if you look into interviews and everything, they never really give away meanings or or what the writing was about. But this one, it honestly feels like uh, there's maybe a point in a relationship where uh, they're looking at an illness or you know something they're they're kind of having to plan for, and so the lose you again aspect kind of comes in. But uh, the highlight for me was in the production of the song because the entire album uh, was done really well. But in this particular song, they used a reverse reverb on all the string sections in the chorus, mm-hmm. and it provided this almost slipping feeling uh, for the entire chorus that also added this almost this rush. Mm. Uh, like kind of like a, a, a fast forward movement while slipping forward at the same time, which kind of added to the lyrics of the song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the entire album, I saw a bunch of arguments where I got into Manchester Orchestra with uh, A Black Mile to the Surface, which is pretty late in their their career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see a lot of arguments saying that, you know, this album is a departure from their more standard songs. Yeah. Uh, but really, I see it as a growth. I mean, I think yeah. when you're when you're at that age, you can't keep screaming about being sad like that. That emotion changes right, into right. something a little more like if I'm mad, like maybe a loud song is, is appropriate. But, yeah. you know, at this age, like it doesn't really play the same. See, I'm, re- I'm really jealous because I planned on this being one of the albums I listened to on the plane. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, just being able to block everything out. Really Atmospherically, dive into it. yeah. And uh, I, I planned on it being one of those albums I listened to on the plane. Um, and then when I went to look for it, I realized it didn't download for some uh, reason. Shoot. Spotify just stopped downloading on me and yeah, I, so I got to miss out. And then of course, like an idiot, I forgot to listen to it yeah. throughout the week as well. Cause, so. Cause I would say I would, I would advise if you go to listen to it, it's, it's something you have to sink into. Yeah. It's yeah, not definitely. a, it's not a, like a background a, noise. It's not a background thing, noise. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. And then uh, the next couple, I think we're going to um, just quickly kind of get through. They're, they're ones that you may have listened to and they just don't have much really to say. Maybe uh, one sidebar on uh, Sam Smith's album. Like there's a lot to say about it, but uh, just to cover it. Uh, real quickly like it's what you expect from a sam smith album um a lot about him talking about his struggles and putting that positive message out there i thought it was a really good album for someone who like hasn't really listened to sam smith very often but uh i actually found myself like actually like enjoying it is this the album that unholy's on yes that's Mm -hmm. that's his only recent song i know yeah yeah for that That song the whole album's good (laughs) is is it just his album's just that song over and over and over over and over again i haven't listened to it but i hope it is that's the only one i've heard recently but but yeah i mean i i thought it was a really good album um pierce the uh, the reason why I saved this one for the end was because I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but Pierce Seville's album was absolutely fucking awful. Um, I I like Pierce Seville, but this one was appropriately titled The Jaws of Life because you need The Jaws of Life to fucking survive after an album like that. It was fucking terrible. God damn. Yeah. Um, I have no basis for. I never I, listened to either. I didn't listen you, to if, them if you would have listened. Everybody would. If you would have listened to this album and then gone back and listened to their previous work, you'd been like, "Is this the same band?" Uh, like it just wasn't anything like they normally put out. Yeah. Gorillas put out a, a new album, which I, I was pretty excited about. I I usually like that Gorillas style of music for uh, like when I'm gaming or just doing any type of work on my computer. It's great background noise. Is Gorillas the same band vibe-y. that they were? I mean, Gorillas has always been like the one dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. With features, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, w- they do features, but like, yeah. like it's just the one dude, and he created all the like ape characters and, okay. and stuff to, like that. To me, it's yeah. good background music, but if you're trying to get into it, it's 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 boring. Yeah, it's yeah, it, 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 yeah. it does it does get a little boring because I remember listening to it while I was gaming and was like, oh, that album was pretty good. And then I remember putting it on uh, earbuds while I was doing some work one day and was like oh yeah it it gets a little boring but uh but i mean it was it wasn't like it was bad but it it was more of a, a vibey album than uh them actually like getting into anything um pink put out a new album as well and it wasn't bad it was just way more slow and ballady than i thought it was going to be because back when she was like in that era with like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, she was the one that had that like rough edge to her and that edge wasn't there in this album. I mean, she still referenced uh, every metaphor was drinking or dancing. So I think the edge is still there as far as her writing's concerned. <laughs> I, th- I think she's the artist that made my mom feel young. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, honestly, the first i want to say it's the first or second song off that album could have been a cr- country crossover she even kind of mm. like affected a, a an accent that i didn't think was yeah. there before for yeah. it which is kind of weird yeah like with, with i don't know i was just like i was expecting more of that like high energy vibe yeah. that she usually brought you're expecting so a person I, who flies around on on high wires yeah, yeah exactly because her live performances are absolutely insane yeah yeah, yeah. um and then uh, Macklemore had a new album. I don't have any thoughts on this because I, I I did one quick listen through, and I'm like, you know, it's it's like all of his other albums. It's 
half him talking about his previous addictions, half him kind of trying to be uplifting and motivational. And... I would say it's less gimmicky than the old albums. Yeah, I'll give like, you that. I, there yeah. wasn't like maybe the standout, like, you know, like I said, gimmicky. Maybe how to describe it. Uh, no Bad Days, I thought was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other than that, the, the whole album was, was a good time. Yeah. All right. And then the last one that I'm going to talk about a little bit, and I know Daniel's going to love it. Mm. <laughs> Baby Metal came out with a new album. And let me just tell you, it fucking hit. Uh, did it? Every single song feels like you are in the fucking final boss fight of like an Elden Ring style video game. Like all of it was so good. It was, and then once you get later into the album, some of them um, that take uh, a less of a metal vibe and more of a ballady type vibe, kind of make you feel like you're watching like uh, the final like confrontation scene in like a, a, a anime series or something. Like it was is, a great. Is baby album. metal actually metal? Yes. Oh. oh yeah. Maybe I should give it a shot. You should. Um, it's, I they they I, I don't they've trust toured... Daniel's opinion because he doesn't like Lincoln Park, so I'm gonna listen to it. Just listen. Yeah, to what it has metal in the name? Yeah. yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Right, right. Um, no, they they've toured with Metallica. Fallout, Fallout Boy isn't nuclear. They they've toured with Metallica, and Metallica has defended them left and right against like metalheads that try to attack them. They're like they're like they're one of the great like like most fun bands to tour with that we've ever toured with because they just come out with is, such high energy. I don't trust is James one of their lead singers. <laughs> is one of their lead singers a girl? Yeah. So okay, so I think I know who it is. Yeah, their their basic makeup is um they have uh one lead singer. And then she's usually accompanied by uh, two uh, younger singers as well. Um, but they put on a live show that is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And uh, I'm not going to get too much into it because I'm going to torture Daniel later in life with doing a full deep dive into baby metal. <laughs> and he's going to have to put up with I've, my shit. I've, I've, I mean, I've heard <laughs> stories. And I've, I've read things about what lobotomies are like. So I guess, yeah. oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Caleb, remember earlier in the episode you talked about uh, uh, you tend to stray against the popular stuff and listen to the stuff that people aren't listening to. That's right. That's that's kind of what I hit with baby metal. It I, I, oh, I looked into them because I, I was like, they are just so weird and different. And for some reason, it just gets me going. <laughs> You know, I think I might listen to it. I think I might actually enjoy it. I hope you do enjoy it. <laughs> I hope you do. And then to wrap up, and yes, we are wrapping up. Every, all the listeners out there are like, hey, guys, you're missing someone. You're missing a very famous album out there, aren't you? Yes, because I will not fucking talk about you two on this goddamn show bono can go eat shit in hell we're not talking about him so to close the episode out you can uh follow us on all the socials out there just look for us on every good boy does fine if you want to uh search for us by uh by the uh handles we are egbdf pod or every good boy does fine with the underscores on all the socials or if you want to email us directly egbdfpod at gmail.com let us know how we're doing yeah and definitely if uh we left out an album that you'd really like to talk about or you'd really like us to talk about if we said something that you hated about an album you love or vice versa uh shoot us an email tweet at us uh let us know what you're thinking 
Definitely. And we will plan on doing these quarterly album reviews at the end of every quarter. So please reach out to us if an album drops that you want us to cover on our next quarterly review. And with that being said, we're going to close it out here. Everyone, have a good day and listen to something fun today.